It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. I hear a noise too. What is that noise? It's mommy. I don't think it's mommy. Hold on. I don't think she's getting out of the garage. I don't know what she's doing. Oh, it's someone from my team. What are they doing here? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Monday morning edition of the Start Today Morning Extravaganza. Noah Hollis is here, barely, doing her best to be distracting on a Monday morning episode of the Start Today Morning Show. Why? I wonder why the old Instagram is having trouble connecting to the internet. I mean, what would it be? Why wouldn't we just have technical difficulties on a Monday, though? I don't know what she's doing. I think she's borrowing the van for the shoot today. Mommy's shooting episodes of her new show this morning. Welcome. Uh, if you uh, are perceptive, you may have noticed that I, Dave Hollis, am here. And this is Noah Hollis, who's taken... The piece of scrunchie for her hair, her her ponytail, and placed it on her finger. Just not too tight. 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 Welcome to the show. Hey Noah, should we uh, should we welcome everybody with a little singing of uh, the show that nobody's asking for about the show that nobody's talking about? Do you know what song I'm talking about? What? Well, it's a little song about the Start Today Morning Show. Do you know any songs about the Start Today Morning Show? What? It's the morning show that Noah knows. Knows. And? Can you turn it on? Oh, you want me to turn it on? You don't want to sing it a cappella. I don't blame you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a Monday. It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about. I said no If they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start your day with Rach and Dave and Noah. And Noah, that is correct. Good morning, everybody. What? I don't know. You want to go see? Yep. All right, you go check. Come on back. I'll miss you. This whole crowd will miss you. But thanks for. You'll, oh, you'll be right back. Oh, great. I can't wait for you to get back. We're going to sit here with bated breath until you return. Good morning. Uh, I hope that y'all had a great weekend. Okay, perfect. All right, go ahead and uh, live your best life. I'll see you in a few minutes. Go eat and come back. That sounds like a great plan. I don't know if you've paid attention to the interwebs, but uh, Rachel Hollis, holy cow, had the experience of a lifetime yesterday when she had the opportunity to, or two days ago now, speak on the stage in Brooklyn, New York for Oprah Winfrey, uh, and she brought it. I mean, like, she did her thing. It was uh, a beautiful, I mean, like, unbelievable thing, and that one, it is a testament if you are out there and you have a dream, and you want to know, what will it take 
for me to accomplish my dream, it is a very, very simple and easy recipe. And by simple and easy, I mean you are going to have to work hard for the better part of two decades. And maybe after you have stayed committed to it, when you've fallen down, gotten back up, when you have pushed past the nose that other people have assigned to your dream, when you have decided that, you know what, it doesn't matter if other people understand the pursuit of this thing that I'm into and for 15 or 20 years keep doing your thing, then you'll have an opportunity like this weekend show up. I I put up a post after I saw the pictures because... I have been in this like crazy world that is me, her best friend, partner, husband, all the things. Um, I have been witness to the things that it took to find herself with the kind of confidence to be noticed for the invite, right? I have been witness to the better part of a decade and a half. Rachel believing after having herself witnessed the absence of strong women standing on stage, a decision that she would acquire the skills to be the woman on the stage, that she would fill a void that existed just generally in society. She sat at conference after conference asking the same question, where are the women on this stage? And let me just be clear, like she had this opportunity at the Barclays Center, a like professional stadium setting in front of the greatest of all time in her perspective, Oprah. And she did not start there, right? Like she started speaking in front of mops groups, mothers of preschoolers, y'all. She started speaking at assisted living, at assisted living facilities. She started... You're back. Welcome. She started speaking in libraries. She started speaking at events where people Daddy, didn't show Daddy, up. She didn't. Come here. Get over here. I'm talking about your mother. We got another one here. This woman, this, this girl, who knows what Noah's going to do. I mean, there's nothing that she will ever consider to be outside of the bounds of what is possible for her life for the witness of watching what her mother does on an every single day basis. But Rachel, when we were first in this journey where she's like, I am going to become, you want to come on up here, get up here. Come on. You're going to do it by yourself. Well, we're in that, we're in that age. Uh, when, when, when she decides, you know what, I'm going to fill these stages with women. And I, in the absence of knowing a better way, I'm just going to become that version. I have awesome video of her standing in front of a small church group with her note cards and her hands shaking and her like unsureness as she's trying to get her footing in a world that now has become her place. I mean, like she is, if you have never seen her speak on stage, she's a beast. My wife is the greatest speaker working today. Come at me. I dare you to challenge me. She is the greatest speaker today. And she was not, hear this, was not the greatest speaker in our city when she started. She wasn't the greatest speaker in the library when she was standing up speaking. Hi. You can't find what? I can't find the other ponytail. Well, there's three here. There were originally four. I put one in your hair, so the, the last one is in your hair. Oh, I'm out. 
You want it out. Well, let me pull it out. I don't want to pull your hair. I know, I know. Oh, this hair, it's so good. Oh no, I broke it. I broke it. I broke it. I, I, I want to just, I want to land this point though. It's I'll important. Fix it. You fix it. I know that you can fix it. Rachel Hollis, when she decided it. to begin her journey in public speaking, it. was not the best public speaker in the room she was speaking in. She was not the best public speaker of the other speakers. She was not the best public speaker. And she decided that she was going to build the competency to get the notice of bigger stages by putting herself into situations that made her uncomfortable so that she could learn and grow, so that she could hone the skill, so that she could become, please go under the cord. I love you so much, but if you knock this over, then it's just, I mean, it's just so hard. Oh, your hair looks fantastic out of the ponytail, though I do have to tell you that much. Can you go get something to eat and come back? Go get something to eat and come on back. I want you to have your breakfast. Yeah, go get, go get something to eat and then come on back. Yeah, come on back. Whatever you've decided that you want to do, if like there's any resistance in you wanting to pursue the thing that you believe to be the calling on your heart because of a worry of not being good when you start, give yourself the gift. You will not be good. Uh, it's a 100% promise guarantee you won't be good. Rachel wasn't good, but she was determined, right? Like she was good for where she was in her journey, but she wasn't where she is today. And her willingness to take long flights in multiple cities, to stand on stages where the audience was mildly interested in the things that she was saying, over and over and over again, for, for her to sit in a posture of openly hearing from whoever could give feedback how she could process that feedback and apply it to the way that she might bring her teaching to people so that they could hear it. Dang it. She was on that stage over this weekend in front of her idol because of this decade and a half's worth of time when she was willing to stand up and stink for the benefit of getting better. I want more than anything for you to hear if there's any part of this weekend and her stories and the pictures and whatever where there's admiration, don't just admire the end. You got to admire the decade and a half worth of work that it took because dang it, there are plenty of times when it is hard and it feels harder than it should have to. And you're going to have to decide to do it anyway if you want to find yourself on that stage, whatever that stage may be. Whoo! I am on one. And the thing is, you can take this example of Rachel showing up on this stage, Rachel doing this work, and it is the same for every other thing that she's pursuing inside of her life. And her willingness to always step into things that she doesn't know, read a book before the sun's up, ask hard questions in a room that real, totally reveal how little she knows about a topic is the reason why she is always learning and always growing. And that's honestly been a complete departure from the way I was raised and the way that I am wired. I'd never like the idea of having to tell people or show people that I didn't totally, fully, completely understand something because I thought somehow it might indict me as not being good enough or worthy enough. And she's like, I just don't know. And the only way I'm going to get better is if you can help me understand what 
I could learn in this experience to apply to how I approach it going forward. Whoo! Like, yes, please. And it's taken, like, frankly, her example and her willingness to perpetually put herself into situations where she steps into something that she's not totally and perfectly already equipped for, steps in something, falls down, brushes herself, gets back up and asks, what was it about that thing I just did that I could learn from and the learning maybe become better, stronger? And here's, hear this, someone needs to hear this. If you decide that you want to protect your pride at the expense of the possibility of being seen as not perfect, as struggling, we all struggle, it's universal, you won't get the help. You will not get the help. And for years, four years, I was so proud of, I was just proud. I had a pride problem, but I was so proud and, and had so much worry of the veneer that I was building and the aesthetic that I was keeping and the optics that I was managing that instead of getting the help that would have got me unstuck, instead of getting the help that would have helped me to grow, instead of getting the help, I stayed stuck. And staying stuck, that's not even, you know what? I wasn't staying stuck. I was descending into a lesser version of myself because of this inability for me to be honest about what I needed to work on and hear from someone who had a solution to help me get out of my own way. Hello, is this thing on? I am yell talking on a Monday. I'm here for it. So segue, because I want to talk about this too before I got to go. Uh, I had this opportunity to speak on this stage for Oprah. Uh, I'd already had plans. I was heading to see uh, some friends that work inside of uh, the space that we are working inside of. And uh, when it came down to it, I was like, man, I could leave early or I could, you know, like sit in and uh, learn from other people who maybe have had some experiences that will shine some light into some of my insecurity as we scale this business. So uh, I went to Puerto Rico uh, I went to this thing called a mastermind, which uh, I'll tell you, it's I've now been to a variety of them. But the first time I heard the word mastermind, I was like, uh, is there witchcraft involved? What What is this? What do you speak of? I'm not sure that I'm game for this idea. And then I went. Uh, I went uh, a couple years back to the first and then another and then another. And it was every single time. It has been the most powerful and profound thing in that we had a table, a long table of people who individually have specialties, competencies, experience. And in bringing this group together, we had this opportunity to each represent some of the things that we previously had as barriers that we broke through and talked about how if someone else at the table may currently be experiencing that barrier, here's an opportunity for you to learn what it took for me to break through that thing so that you might get through it faster, right? So, okay, it, every single person, right? Every single person around this table was better at something than me. Brendan Bouchard, who was generous to be our host in this, having uh, gathered a bunch of people together, you, you just need to ask, am I currently getting together in community with people who individually have strengths that are beyond mine. And if there are things that you are interested in that currently are blocks, you need to seek someone out 
who has a strength in that area so that you can learn from them, period. It doesn't mean that you have to discard every single human that you are hanging out with, but if you currently are with a group of people who are less motivated than you, that are less smart than you, who have less experience than you, who are not as motivated, have less ambition than you, there is a 0% chance, I mean 0.0% chance, that you are going to get pulled up because of their community. There is a 0% chance. And I'm again, I want to just like be clear. I had this crazy opportunity. My goodness, the people around this table. It was Lewis Howes and Jay Shetty and Princier. And I mean, just like on and on and on. These people, amazing. And like I had met a few of them and they were better in person than I was expecting. But you don't have to be in a circle that has those people. You just need to look around inside of, your, inside of the social circle that you have and reach out to someone who you've identified as having a skill that you hope to one day master, that you hope to one day possess. It, you know, like it's possible. One of the coolest things that I did, there was a, a podcast set up where you could like book time and I brought, uh, you know, questions, frankly, for everyone. And so I got to, uh, unbelievably, it was so generous. I got to record an episode of On Purpose with Jay Shetty on his podcast. Then I got to record Jay talking with me about relationships for Rise Together. I did the same thing with Lewis House. I did the same thing with Brendan Bouchard. I did the same, like, so I'm really, really excited because as much as the, the table, whoo, the table was fire, Man, there's going to be some fantastic content that comes out of this opportunity to get these people together. I came, I come in and I have my, like, here's the things I want to try and like work through. And everyone gets, you know, like 15 minutes to represent their, their biggest challenge of the year. And in the like sanctity, the privacy of that safe space, everyone was very, very honest. And I was super, super honest about the things that I have been struggling with in scaling this business and the, the work that we've been trying to do. And the beauty of sitting in a table at a table with people who have had different experiences or life experience or mindset or whatever is that so many of the things that keep us stuck are fear. Fear-based, insecurity-based, there, there's, there's a lot of fear-related barriers. And when someone else has pushed through fear to see the benefit, the fruit of what came on the other side of it, their ability to speak truth into a lie that you are believing because of fear is liberating. Whoo, it's liberating. I mean, I am, man, I'm on fire. We've created in this coaching community of mine, this Facebook group where in our first month, we talked about fear. In the second month, we talked about identity. And the breakthroughs that people are having, they're having inside of this private Facebook group that we've created. And as one person's having an aha moment, in a crazy way, it's giving permission to someone else for someone else to feel seen and not as alone. And as they feel that, they're able now to rewire, rewrite the story that they've been telling. And it's afforded because of community with people who think differently, who have processed different things. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. 
Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.